Major support for Out to Lunch provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937, now with more than 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base. Online at joneswalker.com. Additional support for Out to Lunch from Fidelity Homestead Savings Bank and Resource Management, Inc. From Commander's Palace Restaurant in the Garden District in New Orleans, we're Out to Lunch with Peter Raschuti. Peter Raschuti is Tulane University's A.B. Freeman School of Business professor and economist. It's business... New Orleans style. Hi, I'm Peter Raschuti. Once a week, I have lunch at Commander's Palace and invite guests from the world of New Orleans business to join me. When you live in New Orleans, you sometimes get a skewed perspective on what's in the real world and what's just a New Orleans thing. When you leave for a while, by choice or by evacuation, you find yourself at some point staring blankly at some spot in the supermarket shelf saying, I can't believe they don't have uh... Yes, my guests on Out to Lunch today make products that fit into this category. Great New Orleans staples we love and have come to depend on. Danielle Boyce-Batten is Director of Sales and Marketing for Cool Brew Coffee, the real New Orleans coffee in the funny-looking, squeezy plastic bottle in the refrigerated section of the supermarket. And Adrian Simpson makes New Orleans ice cream, all natural, 22 flavors, including Chocolate City, in the pint container with the fleur-de-lis on it. Uh, Adrian, Danielle, uh, it is uh, welcome you uh, to the show. And we usually, uh, you know, introduce the people individually, but you folks know each other. And you're yes, kind of- we this, do. Yes, this, this is gonna ma make it work even easier. You've, uh, you've worked together, you're friends, let's dispense with the formalities. And uh, <clears throat> I gotta ask you about, uh, when, I, when I present it to people at the house, they're always, and they're out from out of town, the packaging seems so bizarre. Why is it like that? That packaging, actually, idea came from, uh, Jeff McCroy's father was a pharmacist and um, there was a product called Delaware Punch, and it had a similar squeeze-type packaging. And he was also a pharmacist and had seen some medicines in a similar, which I've actually seen medicines in my day with that squeeze measuring con you know, chamber is what we would refer to it as. But that chamber is what makes you know you're going to have the same cup of coffee every day. It ensures, you know, you have a one-ounce shot glass is what we like to say here in New Orleans. <laughs> so you have your one-ounce shot, and you know how much water and or milk you need to go with your well, one-ounce shot. Some people will put six shots of it in as well, though. I'm a two-shot really, girl. Two really? I'm a two-shot girl. And then yeah. before you know it, it's like shopping at midnight, got to go. Well, I, remember right. it's, uh, exactly. there's, uh, I remember working with Jeff, and Jeff would do two or three shots of it straight in the morning as well to get himself going. As that well, was so after I mean, a long night out with yeah. Adrian. Well, so it, let's, it is uh, a great cure. One thing uh, bizarrely, is, I don't drink coffee. I can't stand the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> now tell me, um, how do you make ice cream? Um, start with cows. All right, okay, let's um, go way to, back. Yes, uh, yeah, going way back there. Hello, but it's, Bessie. Um, I mean, you know, without being too um, cliche, it's, 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 you've got to put passion and love into it. I mean, when we started it doing it, when I started doing it, it was... Um, the idea behind it, there's a lot of ice cream on the market. So what were we going to do different? And what was the idea to come up to do different? Well, actually, it was started by accident, really. It was um, expanding the brand of Cool Brew when I was with, working with Cool Brew. And we wanted to, I was looking for ideas to put Cool Brew in recipes and Cool Brew in, we used to do a lot of alcoholic drinks, bizarrely, right. as I'm drinking a blue <laughs> thing I just made here. a barbecue sauce with it. So I got a local chef, a uh, local ice cream shop, 
it was, it's now closed um, uptown, and I got him to make some cool brew ice cream, and it tasted so good. It just tasted fantastic. So it was like, um, oh, that's very New Orleans. What about other flavors that would be New Orleans? And that's when it really just started snowballing from there. Um, and we went with Creole cream cheese was the next one, which was a, basically someone came up with the idea. We, we, you know, we revisited a lot of the old ideas. He's it's not knocked off a bunch of uh, commanders. Palace family. Antoine's is more the one I tend to rob off. <laughs> yeah, it's. Um, I mean, like so, brandy milk punch. Yeah, I mean we go out. Yeah. we go out for White dinner. White chocolate bread pudding. These I'd are crawl all the restaurants of New Orleans and then think, and it would be like anything that I mean, we've, people have come up with some weird and wonderful flavors for us, but it was anything that you could pack into an ice cream. Um, for instance, a bananas foster. Obviously, we stole that one, um, and we we did it in a way as well. You know, we use fresh bananas. We use a you know a rum sauce or a rum flavored sauce in there as well, and it's it's you taste it and it's brand, it's bananas foster in an ice cream, which is dessert in an ice cream. But it's um, well, or like Cubic's pie. Yeah, I mean, you know, the, I mean oh. a run on that after yeah. you know, the unfortunate fire. Absolutely. I mean, we made this Cubic's pie one, which is a it tasted fantastic because it couldn't not because it was basically Cubic's pies in a vanilla <laughs> ice cream. Right. So you can't really go wrong. <laughs> And they were great supporting us. They would make the stuff, um, they would blind bake the, the crust. So, because we, when we initially made that, we put, um, we used a sugar crust and then put the pie filling in there as well. And it made your teeth hurt. It was so sweet. And it really was. It was like, we've got we to gotta go around this. We've got to stop doing it. So, Drew over at Ubig's um, said, well, we'll just give you the blind crust and then the, the sweetness of the ice cream and then we'll put the filling in that way. And it worked out beautifully. Let me ask you both something about your footprint. Um, how far out do you distribute? Well, across the country in terms of internet e-commerce sales. So we ship all over the United States right now. We also... Cool just to in, in, interrupt on that one. I mean, when I was at Kubu, when says the United States, even Hawaii. I mean, we'd have people phoning up back then and say... Um, calling up and wanting a case of cool brew delivered to Hawaii. And that's a ridiculous amount of shipping involved. So you look, right. I remember when I was first there, I said, we're really onto something as a product. If people are actually right. shipping this by the case, one case to Hawaii and paying several, you know, a couple of hundred dollars for a case of it. You know, it's, it's liquid crack. I mean, we have, a, we, have a, we have a customer right now who is in Switzerland right. and wanted, I mean, just three cases. Well, it has to go because we ship and sell refrigerated since we're all natural and no preservatives has to go overnight. And the shipping was going to be about $400. And they said, okay, that's fine. Here's my credit card. I'm like, okay, well the product <laughs> costs about <laughs> this <laughs> much money. And I'm, okay. Um, we'll be getting that right out to you. Um, so they are, it is. And, so yeah. on a foot on that basis, uh, oh. on the internet basis stuff, but in terms of supermarkets, so how far out could we see them? Actually, as of uh, this month, I'm very excited to announce that we're going national with the fresh market. So oh, those um, cool brew will now be able to be found. I think fresh market, they are adding new stores every week. Well, they're almost. in 21 states, so I mean, that's oh, hundred. I think they're at 120 stores. It might yeah. be 119. And, and our store is that the new store where the borders was. Right, but, but they're opening at about 15, 20 a year fresh yeah. market, and they've got some in California that are opening next month. So you're but saying about a, the footprint? I mean, as far as Coolbrook can be bought, it's in, uh, probably the furthest place would be California, then New York, 
there are in Florida. Now, what about the ice cream? Uh, that, uh, Same. You really yeah. kind of follow each other? Yeah. Well, well we try. Know. Like, I was just in Texas for work, and yeah. I came back, and I said, Adrian, I've got, you know, these this mm-hmm. chain and this particular city. Um, we're going in. I think it would be a good fit for you. So we, you know, um, try and exactly recommend the each same. other. You know, we, I got a little bit ahead of the, again, with the ice cream. When um, f- The biggest issue that we have with any product to get it out of the, your home city is trying to get distribution. Now, Cool Brew's always been considered, it was a very much a cult product, um, but trying to get a, a distributor, a national distributor, to take the product, particularly because it's perishable, right. was it's always a problem. Sell. Was a problem. I mean, if it was shell-stable, you'd see Cool Brew, I'd be convinced you'd see Cool Brew in literally every supermarket in the country now. But because it's a perishable product, you know, it comes with issues with that. Um, and the ice cream's the same, obviously. You can't carry ice cream around in your pockets, you know. And yeah. people uh, Although he's, well, like, he's going to work on that yeah, somehow. Gonna, I'll have a go, yeah. <laughs> but um, if you come out with a product that is a, a good, good product, uh, you know, you're not coming out with... Um, exam- you couldn't just put like a dead mouse in a package and stick a fleur de lis right, on no, it, you know, and hope no, it's going to sell. Although upon, I think they've tried. It's, I mean, know. like since but Katrina, I think, I think people, on anything. people would buy. I mean, this is the thing. It's this is how loyal New Orleans people are to your products, and you know, you want to try and get your hat behind you. I genuinely believe if you put a mouse in a packet and put a fleur de lis on it, they'll <laughs> buy it once just to support you. <laughs> but then, because they're great like that, and people are great like that, I'd do it. You know, get, let's get behind the local company. Yeah. But then you get home, and then you'd realise, well. That's a really, mouse it's a mouse. Yeah, there's a bag. I tell that story another <laughs> way, but it's a lot dirtier. <laughs> but it's, um, it's more <laughs> for the BBC, <laughs> not really right, for right. here. But, um. but, so, but if you've got something good and you make the best product <laughs> that you could probably you think you can come out with, which is what we did with the ice cream and what Cool Brew do with their coffee, it's people support you. And so you, and it's, there's like a fiercely loyal fan base and base in New Orleans behind that. But if you make something good, they'll get behind you. People have been drinking iced coffee in New Orleans for 30, 40 years as, as a given. You know, it's like a way of life, a part of life. I remember first uh, approaching companies like McDonald's with Cool Brew, and they're like, what are you talking about? Iced coffee? Iced Which, coffee? And now, too. It's like, it's like, you know, it's right. like someone saying, garlic bread? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. And to Adrian's point, you know, you look at last year, um, iced coffee sales are up nationwide, double digits. Um, I think, you know, big companies with bad coffee, like Dunkin' Donuts, were up, you know, right. 12%. And part of that, you know, Boston, I have to bring that up. You know, everyone yep, up there loves right. Dunkin' Donuts oh, coffee. Yeah, you're wicked smart. That's what right. you're doing. You're <laughs> right, exactly. But, um, you know, part of that was we had a very mild winter. But part of that is part of the growing category. And Cool Brew, when it launched in 1989, actually created the retail coffee concentrate category. We were the first one in the market. We've been around the longest. And now, you know, there are... Uh, it's growing now it is a real category we aren't the only you know player out there which actually helps create more awareness for the product well daniel let me ask you a question I, by the way i loved adrian that the garlic bread i was right. thinking uh, <laughs> computers in our homes you know it's um, <laughs> <laughs> or in your pocket like, <laughs> that's right he wants the ca- ice cream in your pocket so <laughs> but what's the strange question but what's the you know this is the part we call the checklist we ask you some questions that probably wouldn't show up on a on a loan application um, oh good uh, <laughs> what's the absolute biggest waste of time in your life that you wish you could get rid of multiple email accounts 
multiple email accounts. So you've got like a Gmail, and then you've got it at the company, and right, and and then you have one that you like really should get rid of, but there's like maybe that's the one where your children's school sends you email, and um, I, you know, my husband and I um, were newlyweds, and we lost everything in Katrina, and I don't really know how many times we've moved since then, and I have changed cell phone numbers and had to change email accounts and so I honestly thank goodness for Gmail because now that can follow you everywhere you go. So well, for all you know there's a Nigerian prince sending you great information right. to a site you don't check any longer. Right. Which oh, is exactly. Is yeah. Yeah. He's a major investor in my company. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why Adrian's trying to lure me away. Yeah. Yes. Well on the Yo Adrian side what's the biggest waste of time you have? Um, I suppose going back to it's when you start off a, a business you don't actually always really think of the, the, the nitty gritty of it. Well, this, this was my experience anyway. And it's the fact that ice cream melts. And that was the most ridiculous thing an ice cream man could actually say. But it's, um, you go into it with all these great ideas and these great flavors and then you think, oh, crikey. And people would say to you, oh, did you bring ice cream with you? And you think, oh, no, it melts. And it's like, oh, can you ship some ice cream up to New York for me? God, that's going to cost me a fortune because it melts. Mm. And you have to do that. So um, my answer to that, the biggest waste of time within a, in a business sort of situation is the fact that my product melts. Wow. And people don't always yell, oh, crikey. Which is, uh, yeah, that's right. a, I like that. That's well, a, we're on public radio. Yeah. It is, uh, I was about to say, I think he had another word. Yeah. Probably, yeah. They, uh, <laughs> I've got that's, lots of them. That's, that's like Gowan said, he goes, I grew up in a really weird neighborhood. The, uh, the ice cream truck played Helter Skelter. Yeah. You know, it was, uh, there was, uh, <laughs> was um, they, Are you sure that was an ice cream <laughs> truck? <laughs> yeah, maybe that was the problem. They, right. uh, I'll go back to Adrian again. What's the best day you've ever had at work? At work? Um, it's a constant... Uh, it's, it keeps getting better. This is the thing. I'm, I'm very lucky having a product that's new and we're growing with and we're developing with. So it's, for me, the motivation comes when we get into a new store or a new chain of stores. And that's, I mean, there's obviously bad days and good days, but the good days is when you get into a new store and you walk into that store and you see your product on your shelf and you go, that's my baby there. And I actually kind of get a bit creepy about it and lurk around the, the section that it's in and wait for people to come up and you know, see them buying other products and then I'll say, oh, have you tried this one? And they and go, then, where did you come from? You came they, from outside the freezer. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and please take, you know, please, that coat looks very creepy on you. <laughs> and take that mask off, <laughs> you freak, as they hit you with an umbrella. But it's, um, but it's you know, I, that's the thing for me. It's, it's all, it's... It's an open-ended funnel, so to say. It's just going outwards and outwards and outwards. I really genuinely don't know where this is going, you know? And that's the beauty. So for me, ev every day that we get a new store is growth and something better and something more to look forward to. And let's just see where it goes. It's, it's my excitement and they're my best days. Well, in, in your best day? Um, I would say getting an email uh, or a phone call from one of our cool brew fanatics you know fanatical fans across the country saying oh my gosh i can now get cool brew at my local supermarket so it's you know kind of what adrian was saying it's getting getting those new stores um and then having actually someone who loves cool brew say thank you so much because it actually saves them money if we go in local and they don't have to pay 
the shipping. We worked through our distributors to get there. So that really... Um, I remember a great day at Coolview, by the way. Sorry to interrupt you, Daniel. When um, I answered the phone there and um, Barbara Bush was on the other end ordering Coolview. No and way. And that was just, frankly, a very surreal Coolview moment. We also and we checked. We checked into it and it really was her. And it was, uh, she had actually did it herself and we asked for a credit card because you can order it. Just right. call Coolview up and order from around right. the country. And she didn't know what a credit card was, which was a bit disconcerting. So well, that's like probably true. Credit card? And What's a what? <laughs> newfangled? Well, and, and we do have this, now that New Orleans has become such a film uh, mecca, you know, we're what, the L.A. of the South. Right. And we have developed this cult following of directors and producers. And we had a... Well, that's because you put it on the sets. Right. That's well, where we started putting well, it on the sets. And Good actually, idea. we yeah, had a, like, a very worried um, producer call us like in a panic like this actor said it had to be a craft services and he could not get it and would where he's looking all over in a panic we're like it's okay we'll overnight some to you and we'll request us locally and we'll then soon because that's how you get you know oh sure by being requested that's hey, when they'll the bring next you quentin in. tarantino movie might just be about iced coffee he actually uh, is uh, a fan he's a fan he he's is a was, fan we, yes. served, we served um got a phone call one afternoon saying can you serve ice cream on the set of a movie I said, well, we don't really do that. I mean, we're more of a, you know, we sell it in grocery stores. We're not really set up there. And he, he named a, a ridiculously high figure, and we were over there within five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and I was scooping it myself. <laughs> it was at the Green Lantern movie, so I, I, you know, I don't know whether it was our fault, so sorry about that, because that was really, <laughs> that movie was just awful. Oh, but the, the ice cream was great. The ice cream was great. Yeah. That's what most of the critics always yeah. point out. They, uh, let's just take a look at our, our uh, lunch money uh, Lunch Money is our out-to-lunch stock portfolio where every week we ask, uh, ask our guests for a, a stock idea and we put it together and we put it up on the website. Uh, and then, of course, the market's been doing very, very well. The stock market's at a five-year high. The NASDAQ it is, a, is at a 12-year high. We've, we've got some great ideas from guests. I'm going to start with uh, Adrian. Is there a stock you, you like out there we should look yeah, at? Yeah, I've got to add that um, the fresh market, it's TFM on the NASDAQ. And I've been looking at their stocks, obviously, since we've been involved. And they are... They look very interesting. Now, the thing is with that and the way I'd look at a stock, me personally, if I was to invest in a company, I want to be able to touch and feel, not just be out there and seeing something floating in the wind or, you know, reading about it in the newspaper. Just a ticker symbol going on. Yeah, there, it just yeah. It's exactly, yeah. yeah. So to be able to go in and see a store where your money's invested in and, you know, not that you go around poking the manager in the chest and say, tidy this up, you know, I'm a stockholder, how dare you? You can't because you're so busy stocking <laughs> yeah, the new customers. Slap them with a glove. Or <laughs> so, you know. Now, where are they out of? Uh, just Green? uh, Greensboro, North Carolina. Oh, terrific. And yeah. they would probably be direct competitors of, would you say, Whole Food? Is that the same yeah, market? Yeah, that or? would be, that's where they'd be. I think they're different from Whole Foods in that, um, you know, they're 100% of their products are not all natural. But they really have unique products you can't find anywhere else. And I think that's really their strength and their niche. So, if, um, you know. People are important as well. I mean, I've been in this industry in, in, in England and here for a long time now, despite obviously looking very young. But it's, uh, <laughs> it's, and it's felt. As, yeah, thanks. Felt, yes. Thanks. He's a soccer star. Yeah. It's all, uh, those were the days, eh? As he stuffs another shrimp into his mouth. <laughs> no, you and Ron Stewart have a, you know, oh, the soccer oh, background. Oh, and okay, yeah. If you think I'm sexy, that's yeah. his. Uh, yes, that's what rings up on my phone when he calls me. That was originally the name of the brand, which was odd. But it was, uh, Danielle, do you want to recommend the same stock or do you have one on your I, own? Or? I think I would recommend the same stock. And we okay. kind of 
talked about it. I mean, yeah. we're very... Um, it's all right. She stole my idea. No, 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 I, no, no, no. I know she had it. No, no, no. It was his idea, really. But we're... Um, um, we we're should give credit boat. where yeah, credit we're, is due. We're too. in the same boat. I mean, it's like, um, in terms of growth as companies, um, I'm, I always feel, don't talk about it or don't invest in something that you don't know about. Or you, mean, don't, believe you, know, you don't believe in. That's what Peter Lynch, uh, who we, whose book we use in our cl oh, classes, okay. that, that's the belief. So it, that is a, a great suggestion. You know, if, if you have a suggestion for a stock to add to our lunch money uh, portfolio, drop me a line. My address is on our website. It's New Orleans. Dot com And uh, Adrian Simpson, uh, Danielle Boyce-Batten, this has been a great coffee and ice cream lunch. This is, uh, and you've brought some of your products here, which is terrific. Uh, the good news... Mine melted. It is melted. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the good news is for, for you is that when we, we go back to work, there's still coffee and ice cream. Although I'm not authorized to speak on behalf of all New Orleanians, I think everyone would agree that these two products give us two more reasons to be proud of the city and, and what we produce here. Uh, thanks for flying the flag, uh, so to speak. Uh, and thanks for joining me on, on Out to Lunch. Great pleasure. Thanks for having us on this delicious food. A lot of, lot of Great fun. Great pleasure. Lovely to meet you. <laughs> My guests on Out to Lunch have been Adrian Simpson from New Orleans Ice cream and danielle boyce batten from new orleans coffee the makers of cool brew coffee to find out more about danielle's coffee or adrian's ice cream follow the links on our websites it's neworleans.com and wwno.org our show is recorded live over lunch at commander's palace in new orleans commander's palace serves lunch monday through friday jazz brunch on saturday and sunday with live music and dinner seven nights a week the producer of our show is grant morris our technical producer is eric merrill our web designer and digital guru is Dr. Cliff Brigden. Jennifer Smith is our researcher. Mitch Foreman wrote and performs all the music on Out to Lunch. You can keep up with our continuing adventures in Crescent City Commerce by liking It's New Orleans on Facebook. You can sign up for our mailing list at itsneworleans.com, and you can follow us on Twitter. We're at It's New Orleans. To listen to past shows or to get this as a podcast, go to www.no.org or itsneworleans.com. Out to Lunch is a production of INO Broadcasting and WWNO for itsneworleans.com and WWNO 89.9 FM. Until we meet around the table here at Commander's Palace, I'm Peter Raschuti. Thanks for joining me on Out to Lunch. Major support for Out to Lunch provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937. Now with more than 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base. Online at joneswalker.com. Additional support for Out to Lunch from Fidelity Homestead Savings Bank and Resource Management, Inc.